0: Welcome to the Woodland Sermon Podcast. My name is Thane. I'm your online campus pastor here at Woodland, and today I am joined again by Pastor Steve Norman. Good morning, Pastor. Thane, It's great to see you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So we've gotten to have you about three times over the past five yeah. weeks or so. It's yeah. been uh, awesome to have you here, kind of filling the pulpit. And today we went into part two of our series, A Journey Through Luke. And your the title of your sermon was Go Across the lake. Uh, For anyone that hasn't heard it yet, can you give us a quick synopsis of kind of what the overview of your sermon was?
1: Yeah, sure. So in Luke 7, Jesus tells his disciples, hey, come with me. We're going to go across the lake. And um, the thing that many of us remember m- most about that story is the fact that, like this, this wicked squall comes up, and Jesus speaks to it, and it shuts down. But sometimes, when I read that story, I, f- I forget that the reason that Jesus stilled that storm is so that they could complete their journey, which was to get the gospel to the other side of the lake. And so, sometimes when, when I read the story, I forget that the the other side of the lake was a place where Jesus and his disciples would not typically have gone. Uh, It's possible that some of his disciples had never been to the other side of the lake. And so it was that passage is a reminder to me that Jesus is always going to places that we wouldn't choose to go and putting us in contact with people that
0: we might not otherwise choose to engage. Yeah, it's amazing and how our world today is so connected, yet like, I, so I grew up in, in the Battle Creek area. I grew up over in Penfield, which is kind of the north side of town. Okay. And lived there for probably, I don't know, 10, 15 years and have since moved into this side. Now I live over towards Kamazoo. And a couple of weeks ago, I was driving back through there and it's probably the first time I've been over there in 10 years. Yeah. And it's crazy that we can be, even geographically, somewhere in our city and have areas of our city that we never knew about. There's people that we never interact with. Um, It it is fascinating. You talked about, you had an example in your sermon about how there's a Starbucks in Detroit, and you guys would drive 50 minutes north instead of going to the one that's south, just because that was your normal routine. Right, right. And so often we kind of get in a routine and we get into comfort. And the more we look at the book of Luke, we see that the, the story and the mission of Jesus was not always a call to comfort. Sometimes he pushes us out of our comfort zone.
1: Always, always Jesus pushes us out of our comfort zone. The only question is, um, I think that as we grow developmentally, but then also as we grow in faith in him, hopefully that comfort zone expands over time. But Jesus does his best work at the edges of where we find ourselves safe and comfortable. Mm -hmm. And he's he's always calling us beyond what we already see and what we already know.
0: Yeah, I love, there was a quote that you said, correct me if I'm wrong here, but you said, mission is any time... The gospel crosses a boundary.
1: Yeah. I wish I could take credit for that. I don't remember who said it, but it was a scholar that I read when I was in grad school. And I, I just love it because I think that sometimes we say, oh, well, missionaries are people who go to different countries. Mm-hmm. But this guy said, like, mission is any is time you take a risk to cross any kind of a line. Whether it's geographic or political or racial, ethnic, socioeconomic, whatever it is, and the truth is, we have we either have boundaries of our own choosing, or we have culturally imposed boundaries that that are around us or that are overlaid on us. And the gospel, Jesus doesn't care about any of them. Yeah. Like the gospel is charging across all of them, and if God cares about crossing those lines, uh, we, we should care about crossing them too.
0: Yeah, that's good. I was so growing up. I was it was back in two thousand eight. So I was. Middle school, maybe early, early high school. Okay. Um, and I got to go to Saltillo, Mexico on a yeah. mission trip. And I loved it. I was so excited to go. And there is such a, I, I, I especially see this in high schoolers and student mission trips, where there's such a boldness when you're in a third world country and you're kind of on mission. Yeah. But then a lot of times when we come home, sure. it's a different story. Yeah. Like there's a lot of insecure, insecurity that can kind of breed in us yep. that can kind of... Pop up in us. What are some things that we can do as Christ followers to understand what is our mission? Because a lot of times we, like you said, we look at mission as this far off, distant thing. Yeah. When a lot of times our mission might be our cubicle at Stryker, our office complex at Kellogg, our our own fa- our own household, our own family, or right. parents or siblings. How how can we properly determine what God is calling us to as our mission field? It's a great question, Thane. And I think that sometimes, to your point, it is it is as simple
1: as simply being in a space and being aware that God is in that space as well. Hmm. So it, to your point about being a striker, um, you know, you walk across that parking lot a thousand times. Yeah. But w- how do we walk across it differently to be able to say, like, all right, God, as as I'm walking the hundred yards from my, my space to my cube, am I saying, like, all right, Lord, you have gone before me into this day? Uh, you care about the people who are here. You're going to bring people across my path who need something from you. Will you help me to be able to do it? And I think that some of us were like, well, mission is is making sure that I say the right thing or that I lead somebody um, to faith. And I was reading a parenting book this week, and they said a lot of parents don't take risks because they're afraid of doing something wrong. Hmm. They go, in truth, the only wrong thing is to do nothing. Yep. And so I think the same is true of mission is to be able to say, God, I'm here for in your name, um, ostensibly for a job, but you've, you have ordained that I be in these circumstances as witness and presence for you. Will will you just give me eyes to see somebody who needs help? Hmm. So a week ago, we were flying back from spring break, and, and it wasn't appropriate for me to engage this woman, but... About eight seats away from me at the gate area, somebody, oh, an older woman had clearly gotten news from a family member that somebody she cared about deeply had passed. Mm. So she's processing this news in, in real time and she's literally wailing 12 feet away from me. Mm. And there was a part of me that just wanted to like run up to her, wrap my arms around her and say yeah. like, can I pray for you? Now, she ended up just logistically having to jump from one call to the next call to the next call. So there was yeah. never like space, but people are hurting everywhere we go and people are functional because they have to be. <laughs> yeah. And you, you
0: have to open your eyes. Right. Like, right.
1: It's easy to graze right past but, it. But the truth is like everybody's going through something. And yeah. what I love about that story is like, it, th- as soon as they went into a place that they wouldn't have gone, like they didn't have to go looking for people. Mm-hmm. Like the demoniac ran up to them. <laughs> yeah. And so part of it is saying like, all right, if we just say in a spirit of listening and humility, like Lord, lead me into my conversations today. And then lead me not only to the people and to the places, but lead me in the words. I love how Jesus tells his disciples, hey, um, w- when you get pulled into critical moments, don't worry about what you're going to say. Like mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit's going to say it for you. And I have found that in moments where like I've gone in my own wisdom or my own flesh or my own strength and I've gone in with a script, I may have said something that was technically right, yeah. but I didn't cr- I didn't carve out any space for the Spirit to show up. And then there have been other times where I have gone in just totally, totally cold, mm-hmm. and said, like, Jesus, if you don't speak up, I'm in a world of hurt. Yeah. And God has always been faithful to answer those prayers. And it's that's not because God needs me to look good. It's because he wants to give a gift through me to somebody who who needs needs to receive it.
0: Yeah, that's good. And, and in order to do that, like when you mentioned the airport, it would be very easy for you to just pop in your AirPods and right. turn on noise-canceling mode and read a book or send emails in front of you. Right. But there's a certain awareness that right. has to come with that when— so often in our culture, our culture becomes very, like we've talked about in the, in the past couple of weeks, is we become very self-focused. Yeah. Where it, it, it's amazing. Uh, one of the activities that we did as a staff a couple of weeks ago was we got told to go out into an area restaurant and have breakfast. Yeah. And actually have a conversation with your server. Yeah. And because it's always like you go through the oh, how are you? Today? Oh, I'm great. How are you? Oh, great. Right, right. How's, how's your weekend? Beautiful weather. Like it's so easy to go through the motions, but to actually open the door long enough to say, God, what do you have in this conversation? And it might just be a simple word of encouragement Yep. or it might in our case, when we sat down, we were at uh, Bob Evans, sat down, our server pulled up a chair and sat down with us for 30 minutes crazy and poured out her life story. Yeah. Which I would have never thought of, but it, it takes intentionality. Because that's not natural, even for me. Like, right. like you can work in a church and this isn't natural. Right, It takes intentionality to be like, okay, when I walk into this environment, I'm going to look outwardly, not just, okay, what can this environment, this person, this situation give to me? Right. Uh, at the end of the service today, we watched that video about Woodland Go. It was awesome. Yeah, it was really, really well done by uh, Pastor Derek and our creative team. And... I love the change and the charge that our church is going on in this direction, Mm -hmm. but it's so easy. Honestly, it's so easy in a church this size to look at that and be like, oh, that's so cool. I'm so glad they're doing this. Right? How can we, like, how important is it that this isn't just a corporate move that we are setting? Oh, we're going to have put missions forward. We're going to go to Haiti, D.C., Detroit, Battle Creek, get into the Haven schools. like. What's the difference in between a, a corporate move towards missions and what it means for someone personal? Like if someone listens right now, it's very easy and a church decides to cop out and be like, yeah. oh, I'm so glad that whoever feels called to that is going to do that. But it's not a if we're called to reach people around us. It's a how we're called to reach people around us. Yeah, I think the first challenge that I would give to anybody who's listening thing is
1: just to carve out fifteen minutes. And the first ten minutes, I would love for them to watch the video. Where can they find that? Is that on Yeah, so
0: that, that's gonna that's posted on by the time that this podcast is out, it'll be on Facebook for people to view and there'll actually be an event page set up so that they can come for obviously the May 2nd meeting. Perfect. So
1: go ahead and like schedule an appointment with yourself, like either give yourself a reminder or, or literally like go into your phone and make a calendar appointment for 15 minutes, spend 10 minutes watching the video, and then just spend five minutes with a pen and a blank sheet of paper and saying, Mm -hmm. God, out of these five opportunities, whether it's trips or, um, time, talent, treasure or pop-ups, God, which one of these can I take a step towards this week? Yeah, and and the the great thing about Woodland is it's given like this awesome kind of buffet of mission opportunity, yeah. and it could be that you try one and you're like, wow, that's great. I can totally see how God is at yeah. work there. Th- that one didn't like completely spark for me. That's that's fine. Yeah, like that was it for you to participate, and that was a step of obedience. Yeah. um, maybe then you try another one. Like, cause you got, you've got nothing to lose and God is asking us for all of our lives. And it's, there's great joy that comes in being in places where we get a front row seat to how God
0: is moving. Yeah. I love that. And it's, God doesn't always work in cookie cutter formats. Like you can, you can ask God, okay, how am I? And it might not be, well, you're going to go to pop-ups every other Thursday. You're going to, you're going to sign up for the trip. It might be, Hey, you're in a position where you can financially bless someone maybe God's calling you to support someone else who's being obedient and going to Haiti right. or it is to support uh, a mission or a trip to DC or Detroit, or yep. it is to be like, Oh, well, Hey, I, I work on Thursday nights. I work third shifts at Denzo, but that doesn't mean I can't invite someone that I work with that doesn't work on that Thursday night to go and, and then follow up with them, take them out to lunch. Sure. Like there's so many opportunities of how you can get involved and it's not just, oh, well, if I come to this May 2nd thing, then I'm, I have to go to Haiti. Yeah. No, that's not, that's not how life works. It's each and every one of us has our own set of things that God is calling us to, and we're just called to walk that out. So I love that. And I would love, based on what you just mentioned, I would love for
1: everybody to say, what's one what's a, what's a low-risk thing that I could do in the next 30 days?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what's a medium-risk step that I could take in the next six months? Mm, yeah, and good. it could mean that it could mean that Detroit is a medium risk step. I mean, yep. for some people, that's yep. going to be a high risk step yep. for them. Um, or Haiti could feel like a high risk step for somebody. But to be able to say, like, hey, go ahead, if nothing else, just go show up for that meeting on May 2nd. You got yeah. nothing, you got nothing loose.
0: Or even lower, like, uh, like this Saturday, we're getting together as a church and we're just going to kind of clean up our own campus. And like, right. it's not anything crazy, but you can come and just be like, Okay. I'm just going to come and you'll I'll be in an environment where if I have questions or I'm nervous or I've never done something like this before, I can talk to Pastor Derek, I can talk yep. to Pastor Trish, I can I can talk to some of the staff or the leaders that have done this before and ask questions. Yeah. And when God calls us over the lake, it's there's going to be hesitation there. Like you said, some of the some of the disciples, some of the followers of Jesus have maybe never been to the other side of that lake. Yeah. But God had something there. Right. And all they had to do was say, okay, I don't know what that's going to be like. I've never been over there. There's not an expectation, but I'll follow. Right. And I think there's such power in that. Yeah. And I think that the,
1: the, this- the passage tells us that they weren't there for more than a couple hours. They they didn't even spend the night there. And for all we know, they they, they didn't even eat because they weren't allowed to eat with those people anyway. So you never know what one afternoon could do for your view of God or your sense of how he has wired you to serve his kingdom. Yeah, that's so good.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Pastor Steve, for joining us again. This has been awesome. Hey, that's all the way up for today. Thank you guys for tuning in and catch us next week for another episode of the Woodland Podcast.